Across the rainbow bridge of Asgard Where the booming heavens roar You'll behold in breathless wonder Hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. I'm with my friend Jim, my friend Bob. Uh, we are here to present Loki episode four and chat about that a little bit. Um, gentlemen, we've, we were over halfway through the series. Um, just so what are your general takeaways on the series? What surprised you or better than you thought or what or is anything worse than you thought? Or I don't know where, where are we at generally speaking? Um, let's go with uh, Bob. What are your general thoughts on where we're at so far? I like it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and also, you never know where it's going to go. Yeah, it's uh, you, you're never sure exactly where it's going to end up, um, right. which I like. And the whole the whole timeline is completely different than the standard Thor uh, Loki series. So it's completely different. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And I would say that um, I was going back and, and looking at and thinking about um, WandaVision and realizing WandaVision was similar in that we didn't know exactly where it was going all the time. It, it would take us off in left field and things, but less so than this. This does it even more than that. You never know exactly where anything's going. And, and uh I, I find that refreshing. The the Falcon Winter Soldier was very much laid out like, felt more like a movie where the whole thing just sort of flowed. And so you kind of knew exactly where you were going the next episode. Nothing was all that surprising, um, which was good as well. It just, but this is just different the way it hops all around. Um, also, I don't think you could do this with a 22 episode series. It would totally throw your audience to make it so jarring every episode, but with six episodes, you can do this. And uh, I think it's very effective. Jim, what do you think? Yeah, I, I am enjoying it. Uh, like, you know, like Bob said, it, you don't really know what's going on. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. It, uh, I, I think it's, it's very interesting because it's, it's a, a story that really you haven't heard yet. And so I, I think it's, it's going in a, in a good direction. Um, you know, I'm eager to, to see how everything winds up in the end. I think it's going to be good. And it, and it definitely, you know, feeds into the, the future movies and, and things like that, I'm sure. So it'll be. Well, I think the other thing that's interesting with it is it doesn't really, at least at this point in episode four that we're in, have any real bad guys. I mean, everybody is you can't really tell who's got, um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of characters that, that have, that could go bad. I mean, it wouldn't surprise you if Mobius turns into a big bad guy or something, or 
the female Loki or if Loki changes directions or whatever, or the TVA in general. I mean, it feels like TVA is more the, the bad guy at this point, but um, it, it's just kind of interesting how everybody's got shades of, of darkness to their characters. And- well, and that's, that's kind of the way Loki is though, too. Yeah. You know, when you think about Loki, you know, he's, he's not, you know, except for, I guess, when he attacked New York with the aliens, <laughs> you know, usually pretty evil then. Yeah. Yeah. But usually <laughs> as, you know, somebody that maybe is more selfish and just thinking of himself type of thing and, and doing things versus, you know, a true, true, just, evil villain you know that mm-hmm. like, like you have a lot of other ones and so he's kind of a shade of gray and so the whole the whole series is kind of like that where you know everybody has their own problems and things maybe that aren't so good about them uh, but then they have other things that are, are good and positive about him so they kind of carried over his character kind of into the whole series i think yeah i, I agree with that and and it um Loki definitely they've softened him up over time and broadened his character out. Um, I, I, I thought this was going to be interesting at the beginning because they were going back to a version of Loki that was still at his most vicious. Um, but they very quickly kind of turned that around and softened even that version of the character up because they were going from um, basically the end of uh, the first Avengers movie is where his character is supposed to be coming from it doesn't have all the other movies behind it it doesn't have thor ragnarok and all that it's not the character we know from that that point um but as i was looking back uh he's a pretty vicious character that still had some humor in him for sure but in his first two appearances that'd be after his first two appearances he was in uh thor and as the brother that's the backstabbing brother and um of thor and then in in the avengers movie i mean it doesn't he at one point take a like a saw thing and cut oh. somebody's eye out and things i i think in in uh in in the, the avengers movie i mean he's he's pretty wickedly well, he, bad <laughs> who took out thor's eye not him yeah somebody took out thor's eye I can't remember yeah that. yeah no that was yeah, that was. Uh, uh, I don't know the the Asgard's and people's eyes are a big thing. I'm not sure what goes on there, but anyway, <laughs> it's a it's a fashion statement. Everybody wants to wear a patch. Everybody wants to wear an eye patch. <laughs> That's cool. Anyway, let's get on with this episode then. Um, in this particular episode, uh, uh, kind of. Does one of you, Jim, since you just looked it up, do you want to give us a little bit of a summary, at least at the beginning of where we're at? Or, well, there, yeah, when it's when it starts, Sylvie and, and Loki, you know, I, I guess they probably gave her the, the different name just because if it was like Loki and Loki, yeah, you know, right, right, it becomes it gets, gets kind of confusing, so they give her a different name just to, it, it, or they she's still Loki, but she doesn't go by Loki, she goes by Sylvie, but. Uh, so they're still on the planet that's being destroyed, and, and then they start to kind of have a love connection, and and that is so strong it kind of uh, interferes with the timeline, and they're able the time the TVA is able to find them, and so they actually pull them off of there so they didn't die. Um, and then they 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 do some stuff at the TVA. They uh, Mobius gets trimmed. Uh, because he, he finds out that everybody is uh, variants 
right. and, and that uh, the head lady is not a good lady and she's like trimming guards and stuff and because they find out the truth and so they trim he gets trimmed and, and then uh sylvie is it trimmed or is it pruned what pruned, do you call pruned, it pruned yes. pruned pruned yes sorry pruned, trimmed. which is very similar to being trimmed yeah you pr- <laughs> pr- 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 but uh, yeah it's, yeah it's being being pruned from the time the timeline um and then uh which at the point from from this point backwards when anyone's been pruned, they've just been gone. That means oh, yeah, touching gone. with those wands and that person ceases to exist. So as far as we know, Mobius is disintegrated or whatever. And he's, yeah. 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 And, and then, uh, then they get taken to see the timekeepers, fight in there, attack the timekeepers. The timekeepers turn out to be robots. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, Loki gets pruned. At that, at but that there's point. a piece before that where Loki runs into a previous character we've seen in other movies and things. What's her name again that, that he runs into? Uh, uh, um, not, not, is it myth? No, it, it's not Sith. It's Sif. Sif. It? Yeah, Sif. Yeah, Sif. And, yeah, and so Thor, you can see her from the Thor films, yeah, uh, which is kind of cool. And then they just repeat the same. Uh, he's in a time loop with her, and so she comes and slaps him and 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 knees him in the groin, and then heads off out the other side of the door. And then he has oh, like oh, three right. seconds, and then she appears again, and they go do, redo the same thing over and over again. And that, that's kind of a humorous scene with him trying to get out of her hitting and kicking him um it usually doesn't work but a couple times i think at least once he he got it to kind of work but then he has to redo it again and again and again so that would be that's his that's his punishment from mobius for yeah for trying to escape yeah well and if you think about it i mean during that scene you know she's telling him how he's you know everything is about him he's self-centered and doesn't think about anybody else and all that kind of stuff and so he's and then, and then he gets slapped and kneed and stuff. But so it's just true. over and over and over again. So he has to face up to, you know, what kind of a person he is. And as, as the loop goes on, he tries to, uh, you know, realize what he's, it, it, it's almost like something that's going to make him a better person because he's, he's having to realize just, you know, what he has done and then seems to have some real, remorse for it in talking with her over and over again or maybe he's just saying all that stuff not getting eaten slapped constantly. well and we've seen similar things in other movies and certainly uh, we know that psychologists use this technique of repeating the same thing over and over again to get someone to go to a deeper level um, I think it was probably used the best in Goodwill Hunting with Robin Williams uh, talking to uh, the main character and and repeating the same line to him over and over again until the character who was just blowing off the issue then faces it and goes to a deeper level of understanding and that's the same thing here with Loki which was a creative way to do this is to to, for somebody to connect up oh if a loop was repeated the correct loop was repeated the person could actually do some deep psychological work in within that loop and that's um, uh, what happens here to Loki and 
and it's neat to kind of experience that with the character as he, as this is ha- happening over and over again. I don't know how many times we go through it, but probably at least five or yeah. more. Yeah, probably. Have. I think it's more. It's a, it it go. It's pretty quick, and it goes through it a lot. Yeah, but, but there's the impression that it he's in there goes for, on and on for a while. Yeah. You know, it's like a mon. It's like a montage. It, yeah, exactly. And so you get the feeling that that even though we're only seeing seven times or whatever, 10 times, whatever we see, he's gone through it maybe hundreds of times in the time that we've seen these. these yeah, because it's only like a minute long or something like that, you know, and if he's in there a few hours, he's, you know, he's already gone through it a couple couple hundred times. He's been in there, you know, three, four hours. And it's neat to see how he approaches it different ways each time it goes through. And uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I like that scene. I think it was well written. I think it was well done. Um, fun way to have uh, a guest character on that that's from the from the films. Um, I always like it when they bring in somebody from the films, and it's a great easy time to I'm sure grab an actor or actress that is um, a smaller part of the films, and you bring that person through, and you go, oh, okay, that's kind of cool that they brought in that person. I mean, you're not going to have Hemsworth or something show up, but yeah. having having this character is kind of fun could you imagine also, that hemsworth showed up for some scene or something like that yes yeah i didn't go back and look yeah yeah anyway the um then from there uh as jim was saying there there's a great huge fight scene with um the uh, with um sylvie and loki uh one, it looks like they're they're just going to get captured or something. But then um, one of the guards who was turned a little bit ends up throwing her uh, Sylvie her uh, sword, and so then Sylvie can fight more effectively. And so then they uh, they fight and take on a bunch of folks. And it looks like they've solved the whole thing at least with taking everybody out. And then they're going to have a deep conversation and Loki's talking to Sylvie and saying, you know, I have something I need to tell you. And you think he's going to say, I love you or whatever he's going to say, I'm falling in love with you or something. And then he gets pruned from behind by um, one of the folks that they'd attack the head of the TVA. Uh, Isn't that correct? That he gets, that's the head of the TVA that gets the. Yeah. Renslayer or whatever. Yeah. So then he gets pruned, and then at that point you're going, okay, so what does that mean for all this pruning we've seen, and is he really gone, and now is it going to be all about Sylvie? And, boy, if they would have just changed direction, had it be like Loki's just gone, gone, and Sylvie, the last episode takes with Sylvie, that would have been an interesting direction to go. Um, So yet another surprise to this series. But it doesn't go there, I, I think at the end of this episode do we see where loki ends up or is that next episode oh that's it now see now you're spoiling it for everybody yeah 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 it was in the mid-credits scene okay yeah um, I, I think the other so, so, yeah so you end the episode not knowing where loki's like oh my goodness he could just be gone like i said but then by the mid-credits scene so it's really important to watch that mid-credits scene because it shows that we are gonna still have loki around um what happens in the mid credit scene i think i know but i just want to double check I, I, I think he just wakes up in in the void i think uh, they show they show like the 
to kind of pan in on that other place. Yeah. And see him sitting there. Okay. And so then you don't really know exactly what's you know he's alive, but you don't know exactly how or why or where he is. They don't explain that. They just and they cut out. It's like a kind of a teaser for the next episode. I think the other thing that the episode that is gotta be clear is that they find out everybody, all of the people that work there were not created. They're all variants right. whose minds were erased. Well, and that's and, why Mobius kind of loses it, is because um he realizes that they're all variants and they've all been taken from wherever they're from. They might have families and they might have, you know, and he might have a family. He doesn't, who knows. And that's how the guard got compromised. Cause when they were in the warehouse, um, Sylvie touched her and the memory of her like life came back. And right. so now she's like, what is going on? And then they, they, in this episode, they jumped to that warehouse again. She explains that she had a life in the, TBA took it from her. Right. right. And that's important uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. And Mobius steals Renslayer's little device thing. And so he's actually able to see the video when they were talking with one of the other people that she enchanted earlier on. And they told her that she had a mental breakdown and died or something like that. But actually, they pruned her because she knew the truth that they were variants. So, yeah. Yeah, so th so at this point, uh, by the end, this player's uh, looking like the bad person. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, and then we just have to see where it goes from there. Uh, I I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, I've enjoyed every episode. Everyone's been different, taking us in a different direction. Probably enjoyed this one. One of the most I've enjoyed, maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. I, I like yeah. Like repeated right. scene. Right. With, are you looking for confirmation yeah you enjoyed this one the most no i'm just trying to say i'm, I'm just i know i'm thinking to myself whether i it, this is truly but i think it is one of the ones i enjoyed the most and i was just wondering if you guys felt the same way or not but it sounds like jim maybe did no it's yeah i think it's it's been good all the way along i've, I've liked them all all the way along you know of the of the three marvel series so far mm -hmm. i think i i prefer this one yeah. uh, to, to the wandavision and the falcon and winter soldier ones which is pretty high praise in that we all like those other two series as well. So um, with probably Falcon and Winter Soldier being maybe the one we liked the least because it was the most like a traditional movie or something. And, and the other that, two. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, with how different they were. What about you, Bob? Yeah, what about you, Bob? Um, yeah, I think this is my favorite. It would go this one, WandaVision, and then Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Although I did like some things in Winter Soldier with the the inter interaction with the those characters and and what's the evil guy? The Joker. Uh, no, the evil guy in Winter Soldier. Um, well, as the other Captain America, I mean, there's the uh, the agent. Uh, what's his name? U.S. Agent is one no, of the guy. The guy that they, they broke out of jail. That was that. Well, interaction was cool with him. Right, right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember that character. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all good. I think it was Captain Von Steubing. Yeah, yeah, no, Baron, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo, yeah. Captain Von Steubing and his, and his daughter, Julie, or his assistant, <laughs> Julie, or something. Right? That wouldn't surprise me. They'd be, it sounds like an evil character. Yes. That's kind of some German name. So Captain Von Steubing, he, yeah, he, <laughs> he flies through space in this big giant 
Love Love Boat. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. The love Boat. <laughs> With the evil gopher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But don't don't worry. I... Sounds like you could reboot. Also, Jim, you just muted yourself. I know. I unmuted myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, and um, but I would say, as we're describing this, you know, saying one's this one's better than the others. I mean, I would say they're all like neck and neck, really close. It's not like one of them is terrible and the other ones are superior. It's like they, they're yeah, they're all, all definitely good shows. Yeah, and you could definitely in every single one of them see that the budget is pretty amazing. Um, maybe not quite what the film's budgets are but certainly enough budget to do some amazing stuff. And so um, I, I think when, when Faggy was saying that they sort of found the budget, they sort of found the length that sort of works in these series, I would agree with him. That it seems like six-part episodes uh, series work pretty well uh, with about four hours of screen time divided up amongst the, the episodes. And like he says, I don't care how they break them up. They could break them into nine parts or six parts or whatever they want to do, but whatever serves the story the best, which I think is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Loki, it's what, about 45 minutes per episode? Yeah. So we're talking four and a half hours. After after 10 and 15 minutes of credits. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing these shows, they just kept the credits just go on forever. It's like, yes. Well, and that's why I really appreciate it when they don't do a end scene at the end of the credits i like that at least they do a mid-credit scene usually and that's better than a end credit scene you know the credits are really long when they start crediting like their second grade teachers yeah and the, <laughs> the mailman the, the postal worker or whatever they, they brought their mail and you know it's like okay they're they're really just thank well, you. I, I really feel like they sort of think of these as movies and so they are going to credit everybody like they would in a movie movie credits go on and on and on it's just I know, but you're not used in television shows for the credits to go on very long it, at all the credits it happens yeah it happens once in a movie after two hours not like that's a significant chunk of an episode every right. episode right especially when like you're talking with like wandavision and stuff that was only you know, half hour long or less than a half hour long, and then it becomes even a, a bigger chunk of it. Correct. Correct. Well, and it makes you, I'm sure they look, I'm sure they do this for a reason. One is to show you that all these people, but another piece is to be able to say, oh yeah, look at that. All the episodes are 30 minutes long or whatever they are, when in reality they're 22 minutes long with, with, with credits after that, but because it would seem like they could do them all with very short credits. And then the last episode of the series, do it all yeah. long, long, you know, show a 10 minute credit piece that credits everybody who's involved in the series. What it looks like is they decided, well, let's just take that long credit and put it in every single episode so that it pads out and makes it look like all our episodes are longer than they really are. But it is what it is. When you hit the credits, you stop watching and you move on uh, or you fast forward and see if there's a, and credit scene or whatever it is so yeah yeah anyway uh yeah love the series i love the direction it's going and uh very happy with it so far um and we i think we mentioned last week i'm not sure but uh what if is coming up as their next series and that's coming up in uh for us just about a month from now it's coming up on august 12th i think is the 
uh, debut of What If. And then after that, we don't know what's coming up other than uh, Hawkeye is coming out and uh, as a series at some point before the end of the year. So well, there could be a Hawkeye series. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. I mean, because, you know, Hawkeye, I've never really been too impressed or, you know, it's like, yeah, Hawkeye, whatever. You know, right. um, it, it was kind of been the same with, with Black Widow. Yeah. But I, I did see that movie and and it uh, it was it was a decent movie. Um, yeah. I, I still don't really think she fits in with the Avengers and Hawkeye, you know, probably about the same. But um, well, you don't need to worry about her fitting in with the Avengers. She's dead, Jim. <laughs> well, you never know. You know that's right. She's she's an Avenger man. Yeah. Uh, Bob, I, I take it you haven't seen the Black Widow film yet. No. Um, and. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I, uh, I, well, apparently I bought it, so that's really interesting. And apparently, just ruined it because apparently she dies. So, <laughs> oh, she no, died. no, 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 no. She was, no, no. She was she dead died. before this ever started. So, yeah. <laughs> she died yeah. in the Avengers movie, the the Avengers uh, Endgame. Yeah. Well, everybody died, so I can't keep track of it. She she stayed dead at the end of that, and so yeah, this, actually, is, it was this is a flashback the, film. So it was to get like one of the the Soul Stone or something like that. Yeah, yeah, where she, she had to give up. Somebody had to die in order to get the Soul Stone, and so it, uh, it was originally written, I guess, where Hawkeye was going to be the one who dies, which would have made sense. But then they decided somewhere along the process that let's not that's too obvious. Let's not make it Hawkeye. Let's make it Black Widow. And they talked to her about it, and I guess she said, "Okay, I'll we'll do that." And so then they killed off the character. And then, but I think I think what had happened. Now, this is just my conjecture from what I'm reading, but I think what had had happened is they'd already kind of okayed that she was going to get her own movie. And so then, when they decided to kill her, I think part of that was I still get my own movie, right? And they're, they're like, "Well." <laughs> Yeah. Okay. We'll figure that out how to do that. And so the two, two hours of her laying there dead on this the uh, yeah. yeah the slab down at the bottom of the cliff. Now so at that no. point they were they were she stuck says, with having to do it as a prequel. I don't know. Maybe it was always going to be a prequel. I don't know. But. She says she's not going to play the character anymore. I guess I don't know if that means she never will. She's saying that, or just because the character is apparently dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you could theoretically do another prequel or something, but. Um, you know, you could do a trilogy within the time frame be- between the movies or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I think that was her send off was sort of her own movie, which you like, know. And now that I'm thinking movie. about it, now that I think about it, not that it's having anything to do with Loki, Loki, but uh, now it's kind of all falling into place for me because you had Black Widow, and then the end scene in Black Widow mm-hmm. and Hawkeye being involved when Black Widow dies in the Avenger movies. And so now we got a Black Widow or we got a, the Hawkeye series coming up. And so I think the sister from the Black Widow movies is going to play a big part probably in the Hawkeye T- TV series or streaming series. Yeah. So that's, so the Black Widow is going to, feed into the Hawkeye one, I think, probably. You think so? I would not be surprised. I, mean, I would not be surprised if it doesn't either. I mean, I can't predict these things anymore, but I, 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 I bet it does. I, I bet it does because at the end there, the end scene, the the lady, Elaine, from Seinfeld, 
uh, why Elaine is going around gathering up people to work for her, I don't know, but um, she gets the sister, she wants the sister to come work for her, or the sister is working for her at that point, I think, and, and says that she can get uh, her, the person that's responsible for her sister's death, which they're saying is is Hawkeye. Hawkeye, right. And yeah, but uh, it's going to go into the Hawkeye series, I bet. Yeah. Really, it's going to happen as a Scarlet Witch. It's going to hook up with Scott Hawkeye of yeah. the universe. And then uh, Trevor yeah. John is going to come and save them all. Yeah. Yeah. No, that uh, until they run into Star Captain Stubing yeah. and he takes out everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Stubing. With love. Yeah. With love. He's, he, he just kind of floats through throwing flowers and love to everybody. And, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for the episode with Charo. But anyway, let's yeah. let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I, I just love the way these movie, these series, and the movies are like intermeshing with each other so well. And uh, I would assume somebody who doesn't have Disney Plus, it would be a frustration as to how well they're tying it together. But like Foggy said. You don't need to watch that. They're gonna. There's gonna be enough just in the movies that that the movies are all gonna connect and make sense. And if, but if you do watch this series, it'll give you a little more depth into the whole thing, which I think is true. What yeah, you know, somewhere they've got some huge room that has like yes. all these things stuck to the walls with the timelines and strings tying things all together, and it's like, <laughs> it goes to here and this goes to here. Post-it notes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you know, it looks like some suspect board kind of thing or somebody that's been. Got to hope they might need a database the way they're going to keep yeah. it all straight. You know, some crazy person that's obsessed with some something. You know, and they show you their room where everything. Yeah, right. Going They've got that somewhere at Marvel, somewhere keeping track of all of this stuff to tie everything together. Because <laughs> they get it wrong, somebody out there will know something like that, and and it's probably in. Baggy's office there or something that is yeah. set up. I don't know. Um, it's, yeah. and it's I think it's going to be interesting because I think I they're still talking about that Kevin Peggy might uh, um, take on some of the Star Wars stuff. And I, boy, if I was Disney, I'd be putting him in charge of that in a heartbeat. I mean, he's done such a good job with the Marvel Universe. If he thinks he could take it on and keep on doing the Marvel Universe, I certainly wouldn't... Uh, want to tax him to where you, you shoot the golden goose or something. But yeah, that's that's the worry. That and, that and I don't know, Star Wars is going to be one, at least in my mind, it's going to be hard to resurrect to make yeah, it. Yeah, but if anybody could do it, he could do it. I mean, it, it certainly has done amazing things, like I say, with, with Marvel. And really, honestly, I think he could do both in that he sort of just has this overall thing that he goes with and i think he they know where they're going for the next number of years they've got it all plotted out as to which movies are going to cover what so probably i mean even if he took six months and spent it on star wars to to clean that up and and guide where the bunch of movies were going i think he could come back and go back and forth between the two and be fine or just merge the two universes and keep make life really simple and yeah <laughs> Darth Vader takes on Thanos. Yeah, I tell you. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then just mix Pixar in and have uh, have Woody and 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 Buzz run into you know the, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That could be an interesting uh, crossover film. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think we have a lot to look forward to. Um, series coming up look look really interesting. I don't know. I do have this sort of hint that we're going to have this dry spot in Disney Plus where we don't have any new Marvel series. I mean, after Hawkeye, I'm not sure if they got the next one like ready to go or not, but maybe, maybe they're just going to have, because I mean, I do know they've talked about Moon Knight. They've talked about um, uh, Ms. Marvel. It's going to have a series. They've talked about um, the She-Hulk that's having a series. So, I mean, they might just, as long as they keep one enough in the can that they're working on and, and get it ready to go and then place that as the next one, just like the Star Trek series, sort of, you can do one after another after another. And it, yeah. eventually, once you come up with about, what would they have to come up with? If they came up with like eight series, they could pretty much fill out a, a year right on on the marvel side because their series are only like six episodes long so they have to do more of them but yeah interesting all right well i guess we'll end it there unless anybody has anything left to chat about loki or anything all good all right so enjoy episode four of loki and uh tune in next week if we as we cover episode five the penultimate episode of loki before season finale of loki enjoy <laughs>